0: I'm excited to have you join us because we're talking about how to rethink, how to re-engage with your people. Now, I know that's an interesting title, how to rethink, how to re-engage with your people. But it's really important because if you really want to build an excellent, awesome team and amplify your business, you need to manage to engage with them, right? So let's start unpacking the topic of today's session. And by the way, make sure that you subscribe to Growth Amplifiers, but go to growthamplifiers.com subscribing so you can be in tune with other actionable insights. Now, the big idea that we're talking about is there's been a tsunami of change in business in the past year, unless you've been in a coma. I don't think living under a rock would count because you'd probably still know that there's been a pandemic and everything's changed. And why that matters, well, 69% of employees have one foot out the door. That's an alarming statistic, right? And then 52 are on a job hunt. Eeks! Oh, and then how about this? 71 are more disengaged than ever before. So right now there's a staffing issue in a lot of businesses. Some of the businesses that I coach are dealing with this issue, but we've got to hit it head on. And so the the key is that employee uh, team leaders and frontline managers are now the most valuable players in the business. So that is what we're talking about. That is how we're setting the stage of how to manage to engage so make sure that as you're tuning in, um, share your comments. Share your comments. We want to hear from you. Ask questions if you have questions. And make sure to take action because we're going to be getting some awesome insights from today. So I'd like to welcome our guest to Growth Amplifiers, Ms. Pamela Hackett. She has advised, led, and supported people through major change within some of the world's most prominent companies and brands. She is the global CEO of the international consultancy, Proudfoot, a pioneer of boots on the ground consulting, and her new book, Manage to Engage, How Great Managers Create Remarkable Results, is a great collection of ideas and resources that help leaders focus on how they can elevate the performance of their business. So I'd like to welcome to Growth Amplifiers, Pamela Hackett. Welcome.
1: Thank you very much, Kenny. And I'm thrilled that you said action because I think that's the most important thing is getting pragmatic solutions that really people can just get to work on. Low cost, you know, and just get out there and do something different.
0: Right. It, we can easily get caught up in the the whole vortex of just taking new content, getting new ideas, getting new ideas. But if we don't put them in action, then, then what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. So Pamela, I really like this topic because it is, very important to the moment. As mentioned in the introduction, I I work with businesses from a marketing and sales perspective to help them amplify. And I'm, I'm getting a lot of people who are experiencing issues with staffing and now more than ever there, if they lose team members uh, it can be a huge issue. Um, So if we could talk for a moment of kind of like your, your back journey of how you got to where you're at today and, how you were inspired to craft uh, this book that would be a great way to get us started
1: Oh, sure. You know, for many, many years, I've been 35 years in consulting all over the world. And everywhere you go through that 35 years, I could pinpoint places where engagement was an issue. And if you think about all of that beautiful change that people want to do, they talk about digitization, they talk about massive improvement programs, and then you insert a pandemic and the kind of change that brought along. You know, one of the biggest things that can stop you from making that change happen is actually, are you guys going to come along with you? Are they engaged? And mm-hmm. so during the pandemic, I I get, to, you know, I got to be like everybody else in the world. I got just, I should say, 50% to be fat-based. About 50% of the world stayed home. Um, so there I was thinking, gee, you know, with the, the massive iceberg of actual under-engagement that was already in the world and then you insert a pandemic, then you fast forward and you think about what's changed since the pandemic is here and you really recognise how important that whole employee engagement side is. So the pandemic gave me a little bit of an impetus to put that all down in writing, put 35 years of experience of, of employee engagement in in a world where we we work with companies to really make big change in their business. So, you know, you don't often talk about engagement, you talk about productivity or profitability. And really, the starting point is engagement. So that was the whole impetus to get it going was really just to remind people, if you want to get great results, if you want to get a change in productivity, you want to get a more profitable and productive workplace, the first starting point is to engage.
0: I think that makes a lot of sense. And you know, I'm taking a step back to to think about that for a moment because, you know, it might help someone to say, hey, look, they want to increase the the revenue that's coming in their business and working on a marketing campaign or sales campaign. But if, if they're setting a goal and their team really isn't on board, they're not engaged, they're not feeling it, well, then then you're going to be trying to kick off a strategy that's doesn't have the full power behind it. Yeah. So, so really igniting and engaging with your with your team, getting them to light up, getting them to see the vision and connect with it and feel it and want to be a part of it. Uh, so important and, and really easy to overlook because it's, I guess it's not like there's that immediate ROI in black and white, right?
1: And yet there is. You know, if you if you really dug into it and you you look at some of the stats out there that say 75% of change programs, 75% of transformation programs, 75% of digital transformation programs um, fail. And so when you really dig into what has caused them to fail, and failure is anything from not actually achieving the results to not getting, getting across the finish line or finishing it late or on, not on cost, you know, anything that impacts the ability to really hit the outcome that you were looking for. If you look at it through that lens and you really dig into the detail as to what causes that, the absolute starting point is that you haven't actually gone out there and said the most important thing which is nothing's going to move until your people move and if you can't move your people go back to square one nothing's going to move And so, yeah. So it was, you know, it's a big, a big journey, I think, for a lot of people to recognize, well, what can you really do about it? And the first thing you've got to do is recognize that you, as a leader, not HR, not another department, not other people in the business, but you, as a leader, Mm -hmm. you're 100% accountable for that. And guess what? You have the biggest impact on engagement, particularly if you're a frontline leader, if you're a frontline team leader, supervisor, those guys who work with teams every single day to get the results in the business you're the guy who is the most important you said it at the beginning the mvp the most important player in the business because you impact engagement of your people almost 100 there's some other stuff that comes into it but at the end of the day your relationship with your boss and the way that your boss engages with you has a massive impact on the results that you're going to get and the bridge between the two engagement
0: I, I, just as a f- father, right? I am a father of two wonderful little guys. And I could I could see that any leadership that you're trying to lead somebody, even like your kids, if you're not engaging with them on their level, then good luck getting them to yeah. be tuned in and, and paying attention and, and moving something forward. Yeah. So if you're tuning in now, think about that for yourself, how you show up in your business and just how important it is that you really take the time to to engage and so when i was mentioning a moment ago like there's there's not a black and white roi you did a good job of saying that's that's not quite accurate and i I concur that is not quite accurate i guess i was thinking the obvious roi if people are thinking like i'm just gonna put time with this engagement and it's not going to lead to an immediate sales right now but there it, it does impact it so um Hundred
1: percent, hundred percent. Exactly what you're saying is is what most people really do think about. Because I I was on a call a couple of weeks ago with a senior exec team, and they said to me, "Geez, we, we just don't. We've got so much going on. We don't have time to run around and make sure that we're engaging with our people." And I'm saying, "Well, actually, if you." run around and engage with your people, you're probably going to find you're going to do less of the other running around because your guys will really do the job you're setting them up to do. And so you're right. You don't see that immediate kind of payback. And so people don't think of it as something that is absolutely should be at the top of their list as a leader.
0: I, I get the pushback. We don't have time to work on our business right now because we're putting out fires. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's that's the recipe for more fires is to not work on your business so let's talk about working smarter not harder so i've got the big three and these are just some talking points that we'll unpack and kind of put some ideas behind and, and the first one really is you know what employee engagement is all about and what it is not so some people may hear that term and they may have experienced what they think I'm doing air quotes. If you can't see, uh, (laughs) employee engagement is they may have a bad experience with, you know, an HR in a different company or a corporation. And so now they have this tainted thought of what it is and what it isn't. And so let's, let's start there with just unpacking that.
1: Sure. So here's what it's not. It's not about perks. It's not about policies and it's not about ping pong tables. Those are all nice things to do in addition to your, your day job type thing. Um, but what it is about is how well you as a leader connect with your people. And if you think about what the real definition of of engagement is, what's what's an engaged workforce? A workforce that does more than what they have to do. They lend their discretionary effort, you know, in terrible corporate speak. So what does that mean? People get up in the morning and they want to do stuff for you and they want to go a little bit more than just what their, their job description says because they care about the business and in return they care about you. Um, And that's because you care about them. So employee engagement is really all about that. It's about how well you connect with your people and you can really get them to bring absolutely their best selves to work so they can do great work.
0: That is hitting the nail on the head right now. I'm not going to mention any names um, because I'm involved in an organization and the organization has been through some changes recently. And let's just say that they didn't quite engage with their members in the best way possible. And if some people who may be watching this may be saying, "I know what you're talking about," <laughs> but what that what that did is, we took people who are playing really high, you know, and really contributing to the organization, and they they basically didn't acknowledge or engage with them to to the point where it's like, "Why are we even here?" Yeah, and they they quit showing up. And so I I just, I guess I'm experiencing the detriment of saying we don't have time to engage with our team, right? Uh, And just how, like I'm an amplifier myself. And if if I'm engaging with somebody, that fuels me, that motivates me, that makes me want to go all in. So I I totally see how that can just deliver a result when people aren't either are or are not putting the time to engage with, with their people they lead.
1: Yeah, and you use the term all in. I mean, that's really what you want people to do, right? And mm. so I think it's it's kind of important in today's world. So in this pandemic-y, you know, epidemic type world where you've got all these plates spinning and and you're got bouncing all these balls, we have to be really careful not to do the the culpability game. So we can't talk about, um, you know, that it's someone's fault or someone's blame. What we have to do is step back and go, okay, put all that aside because that will make it personal. And senior, particularly the more senior you go in the, you know, up the the corporate ladder, those guys really don't want to feel uncomfortable and like they're in the hot seat because they're the cause of this. So let's move all that aside so that we're not doing anything that's too sensitive in that regard. But let's talk about capacity and capability and those are the two things that you can control and that you can say to yourself do I have the capacity to really engage my team have I got the time Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: do I have the capability and the capability is more than just the capability of engaging it's also am I doing a good enough job as a leader so that I've got capacity or am I doing what you've talked about and that's running around putting out fires and if I better engage I bet you those fires would be minimized and i think that's the you know that's the kind of two lenses that people need to look through as leaders they need to say how do i make how do i really get the capability to better engage am i doing a great job as a leader today and will that then free me up will it give me the capacity to better engage, because that's what you really want to do is build it into the DNA of your day. Engagement shouldn't be a special feature. You know, it shouldn't be an add-on. It shouldn't be the the new app that you buy. It should be, (laughs) hey, this is just what I do as a leader every single day. I'm, I'm with my guys. I talk to them routinely. I know what's going on in my business.
0: Hey there, this is Kenny from Growth Amplifiers, here to ensure you get your awesome ideas into action to grow and improve your business and achieve your full potential take the first step by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the start here button take the assessment to get your personalized score then select from free resources to learn how to improve your score don't wait be proactive and take action now by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the start here button and always keep on amplifying now let's get back to the show I, Pamela that's a great point. It's it's not like hey we already engaged with our employees last quarter. What, we we don't need to do it. Maybe we'll think about it again next year. I really love what you're saying. Embrace it. It's just part of your culture, part of how you're being. And by doing so, it does take some time and some energy, but by doing so, you're basically igniting your whole team to be on f- full capacity. That exactly. there's up on up on full tilt. So Highly worth the effort. You could work harder if you'd like to. (laughs) Um, But I I like your approach, Pamela. I think that's a great concept. This is how we're going to show up. And when I'm showing up this way, this is how it's going to come out on the other side. Yeah. So number two, we've got um, how to systematically map and address festering employee gripes that cause teams to disengage and quickly lose confidence. And I'll quickly just share that i was talking with a client they had one of those employees come in and start griping and start causing problems and before you know it it started getting other people to say hey (laughs) and it caused a huge setback for this business so you gotta nip it in the bud
1: yeah so how
0: how can we systematically map and address these things so we can avoid letting maybe something that we're like "Eh, it's that one person that's having that issue we it doesn't get out of control
1: oh gosh you know and there's so many bits of that question that are important here so there's the the guy who's already passed it he's already got the the heavy duty gripes and he becomes your energy vampire you got to do something about that take them you know take them out of the 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 pool (laughs) yeah don't let them infect the rest of the organization but you also got to be careful that they you know they may be um i love adam grant when he says that somebody's a disagreeable giver um they give that 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 thing that gripe and they're not really they're not really the energy vampire they're just saying hey this is a problem in the business it's affecting me it's probably affecting other people in the workplace and it's probably affecting customers you know productivity other people's engagement profitability so you ought to take a look at that and as a leader if you spend your time connecting with your people you will start to discover those things that cause people to disengage and a lot of them may not once you fix them a lot of those gripes may not engage but they'll prevent the disengagement that ultimately ends up with an energy vampire and what you want to do is prevent that from happening and find out what's wrong. So there's one really simple tool that I would um, that I would recommend to everyone. And it's how to get a drumbeat into your routine, how to get the DNA of engagement into your routine as a leader. It's called 1530 and it says check in, not up, check in once a day with your guys and see how they're doing, see what's coming at them, see what the issues are that they're having to put up with each day that you may not be aware of because you're not close enough to the workplace. But if you insert yourself into the conversation routinely, you earn the right to ask what's going on in their world and you earn the right to have that discussion. If you just show up once in a blue moon and say, hey, how's it going? You know, tell me all your problems you're likely not going to get that. You're not going to earn the right to get that. But check in once a day. Have once a week, five. So one is once a day, five. Check in once a week and have a longer conversation about how the week's going, what were the things that got in the way of being productive or got in the way of doing great work. And then check in once a month, 30 and have a really meaningful conversation about somebody's actual development, about their capability set, about what what can change in their will to make them better engaged for the long term. But if you put that drumbeat into your into your day as a leader, one five thirty, then guaranteed. You're going to start to find the gripes and then you can fix them you can fix those things that you know cause the bad hair days the the just freaky days that that really turn people off you've got to put yourself in a position to help people find those and fix them
0: i can see how you know keeping a pulse and connecting with people and, and building that cadence can help that communication open up because if, if you only show up when something's wrong <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly
0: then you, you're gonna come across completely different. You haven't really built that that trust, and now now you're coming off completely differently. But if if you're at least keeping a pulse, you might be able to thwart it before it becomes an issue. Or if it does become an issue and you do have to confront it, at least you know you've built up that rapport, and we can say, "Hey, let's let's talk about this," and it becomes a deeper level conversation, and maybe will people will be. Just a little bit more open to resolve some of the issues versus defensive, like, oh my God, I make one mistake and you're on me. <laughs>
1: and the buses just shine up. Yeah. yeah. for The first time in a while. Yeah.
0: That's, that's no fun. So I know we're, we're, we're squeezing some out on this time. Um, but can we kind of do the high level view of maybe five simple principles you can start using today that would boost workplace connectedness sure. and profits
1: sure so we talked we've already talked about a couple of them and mm-hmm. you know get the en- energy vampires out of the business insert the drumbeat into your business which is 1 5 mm-hmm. um, another one of those that is great is is really a self-reflection and and figure out what colors your day um, and that means look at your diary look at your outlook look at whatever you use to manage your day and color it admin meetings all of those things that you have to do and then color actually connecting with your team when you get out there and walk the floor or you go out into the workplace um, or you go actually and connect with your people color it and then at the end of the day take a look and look at really what color your day is if it's full of red for crisis then you know you're not engaging it's if it's full of yellow for admin you know you're not engaging so you know that whole concept of what color your day is really important another um it's more a principle than, than anything else. But we, we did this great survey that said what are the best led companies doing now? Best led teams, best led businesses, best led departments, functions, you name it. And the one common element that we found is that people are active in their business. Management are active in the business. They practice active management. So they're actually they they take their head up out of their technology and they connect with people. And so if you put that active management and then you get that concept of heads up, which is really making sure you do take the time to get out of your technology, out of your reports and connect with people, then you've got a really good skill set, a nice balanced skill set to get you through to start to better engage with your people.
0: That is great that you have not just, here's theory, we should do this, but some actionable things that people can do. And I noticed that these are, actually outlined these and more are outlined in this convenient little book Manage to Engage. This is a an action book with some reasons why and actionable things that you could put in to really start spark making a difference. Um so we've got your website and if you're tuning in that I suggest checking it out. You could learn more about Pamela Hackett and her book. Check it out there. But what is what is something that someone can expect to get when they read What's the biggest takeaway that you'd want people to have for, for picking up a copy of this book?
1: Well, I hope it's that they get that concept of nothing moves until people move, you know, and, and if you want to be a great leader, then the first thing that you've got to do is really learn how to manage to engage. And that's it. You know, that's the, the secret source. That's the starting point. And it's got to be through pragmatic solutions.
0: There you go. So I, I think it's a great concept and every time I have awesome guests like yourself on growth amplifiers, it gets me to take a step back and think what's one thing that I could do that would make a difference. And just I think tuning in and really thinking about making sure that that engagement pulse is happening on a more consistent basis would be helpful. And not, you know, we want to set goals, right? We want to set goals. We want to have clarity to it, but we also want to make sure that we're engaging people to want to contribute to those goals and not just saying, hey, there's a goal that we're all doing, but really engaging and getting people to go in on them. Yeah. So you've provided a lot of great information, some actionable insights. Uh, one tradition we have on Growth Amplifiers is just leaving with, what's something that you've learned on your journey that you'd like to share with others who are on their journey? And it doesn't have to necessarily be related to your book. It could be about anything that you've gained that you'd simply want to share.
1: Oh, you know, one of the biggest ones for me as a leader. So new CEO a couple of years ago um, mm-hmm. running what was a publicly traded company um, and a global company was all about getting the right people on the bus and so it's almost like the precursor to manage to engage is you got to make sure that you have the right team but the the real lesson learned there is that sometimes we fill vacant positions and I'm thinking about the big you know the great resignation that people are talking about in today's world Mm -hmm. that that skills and and talent is in really short supply don't go down the wrong road And fill a position because you're scared you won't find the right person for the role. Make sure you get the right person because it is better to have a vacant position than the wrong person. So get the right people on the bus is really important today.
0: Uh, That is very timely. Thank you very much, Pamela. I appreciate having you on. And you've been an awesome guest. I highly appreciate it. Amplifiers, if you're tuning in. Uh, make sure to visit growthamplifiers.com slash live, sign up for future lives. We'd love to hear your comments, questions from this post, put it in wherever you see this post published, and we'll try to look out for those comments and visit them at a later point. But thank you again for tuning in. Pamela, it's been great and wonderful.
1: And thanks, Kenny. Thanks for letting me spread the word.
0: To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.